Hey besties and welcome to another episode of Mom's Social Club. I'm here with my other bestie in the whole wide world, Kenzie. Hey. Hey girl. <laughs> How you feeling? You're nervous? I am nervous, yeah, honestly. <laughs> I have a microphone in front of me, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel I've, important. I feel like you've been pretty excited for it and then just right now you're like, honestly, I'm getting nervous. I feel like I'm put on the spot. I'm <laughs> cracking under pressure. <laughs> I'm dead. No, it'll be fun. It'll be good. Um, so we've been friends for how long? Since, well, we knew each other for since freshman year, I think. But we didn't become friends until senior year. Which is a very interesting story, I think, how we even became friends. How did we become friends? Let's 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 give <laughs> let's, them a little summary. Let's do a little detail. Please dive. no de- please no details. <sighs> Should I bring up the trauma? No, no thank just- you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me anymore. I can explain. She's a changed person, guys. Well, how did we become friends? Um, so <laughs> back in the day when we we didn't used to like each other actually, but hated each other. Yeah, but it was no like. We didn't like each other, but I was never on some, like, hater shit. Like, I always was like, no, like, she's pretty. Like, I remember your ex, we had class together, and he was telling me he was dating you, and I was like, yeah, right. Like, okay. (laughs) And he's like, no, for real. I was like, I mean, she don't like me, but she's so pretty, and I don't like her, whatever. Fast forward, I end up on dating, like, this other guy, and I got played out like a sucker. Oh. (laughs) And... Christiana saw what happened and she ended up on reaching out to me and talking to me about the situation and then we ended up on hanging out eventually after that like we made plans and then after that like pretty much the rest was history like we ended up on having a lot more in common than differences right which I think was cool yeah that was fun and then through you I met Gabby which I had Gabby on a previous episode but yeah so that was so, fun. I, I thought you were going to talk about why we didn't like each other. That's why I was like, please don't judge. Oh, no. But yeah, let's skip over that. Let's Irrelevant, please. Another episode for another day. <laughs> so, my friend, you just moved back from North Carolina, back home to yeah. Phoenix. I was gone, yeah, for like seven and a half years. Um, it feels weird, honestly. Yeah. It hasn't fully hit me that I live here. Like, it has, but it hasn't. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it... I don't know, like a part of my brain still feels like I'm still kind of stuck there in a way. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like on vacation and I'm supposed to be going back, but I've been here a little less than four months now. But even on like the drive over here, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, when I first moved to North Carolina, I kind of experienced the same things where I kind of felt like I wasn't in place, I guess, or like in the right spot. Took a while before I kind of finally like found my groove and everything like that so i think it's gonna take some time but it feels good to be home and be back with friends and family and stuff like that how long did you live out there like a little less than eight years like seven and a half years yeah it it felt it's so crazy because i'm only 27 now but it feels like a lifetime that i I don't know i feel like and then i still have so much more in my life to live too which is crazy i remember that was such a crazy time when you were really gonna move like oh i know so sad and depressing but that's cool you did that i went out there once to visit you oh my god and yeah once was good enough no shade to north carolina it's cute but i'm just like it is like if you've been there and especially the little town you lived in like you didn't live in like charlotte you know like yeah. where the rapids are from like oh. it was popping like where'd you live wilmington yes wilmington, yeah it's North cute Carolina. like little retirement vibe yeah but when i remember when i went i was like 
are we in are there amish like what is going on dude i remember when we were driving under like the street lights and you kept checking <gasps> your head and i was like why do you keep doing that you're like i'm scared the street lights are gonna fall because they're hanging on a string from like 1880s <laughs> and they're yellow and huge and i'm like what is going on then there was a piggly wiggly yeah. and i was like uh do you guys have a starbucks here like what is going on girl yes i mean it's like civilization it's like it's really weird because it's like a college town but also very yeah. much like a retirement town um it's grown a lot over the years yeah. like compared to when i first moved there and that was also part of the reason why i ended up on moving back home too it's just becoming a place that was just too touristy for me and i ultimately just wanted to be closer back here with my brothers and stuff but honestly wilmington was beautiful i loved being by the beach it was nice and i think it was an experience that i definitely needed to have and made me grow into the person that I am yeah so I mean all jokes aside I think it was a good like growing experience for you I mean you really just had your Theo out there and yeah. nobody else so to make that jump like I really back then I didn't understand like why you're doing this to me and yourself <laughs> but now it's like I think that's that's cool it says a lot you know and not a lot of people can do that and now you're back home so that's good you learned your lesson oh she keeps saying that every time i would talk to her on the phone she'd be like um how's tennessee i'm like girl i live in north carolina i'm dead no but that's good you're back home and yeah it feels good so excited for you and honestly back. everybody's been talking about the summers you know mm -hmm. obviously i mean i'm from here so i know what it's like yeah but it hasn't even been bad so far i mean i know we're bare like barely into june but right. it's been great getting adjusted nice. back to the weather yeah i mean i just like also like driving to the around. wild wild west yeah seeing the mountains you know Aww, that's good yeah but when you're out there in north carolina i feel like <clears throat> so many things happen to you <laughs> like really just relationship wise yeah so i feel like there's a reason why everything happens the way it does plays out the way it does but what you went through out there multiple times I sis know. I, know. I was like uh i think it's I think they don't like you out there, girl. I think you should just come back home. They love me in my city, though. <laughs> but how would you explain your relationships out there in North Carolina? So, I... And how they went. <sighs> and let's take it all the way back from the beginning. We don't got to name no names. Yeah. Um, yeah, I won't do that. But <laughs> back... So, when I first moved to North Carolina, I was 19. And I went out there single. I was dating somebody here originally. But I remember I had always like told myself like I wouldn't like put my life on hold for a boy or anything like that. Right. And I really wanted to try something new. So that was kind of where the North Carolina thing came into play. So I broke up with my boyfriend by basically booking a one-way flight to North Carolina and told him like, yeah, I'm moving. And so I moved and then I was doing my own thing, meeting people. And my ex-boyfriend that I dated in high school, he ended up on going into the Marine Corps and he ended up on getting stationed out there. So him and I ended up on rekindling. We ended up on getting back together at one point. Right. So that was like my only relationship. We were together probably like about legit like- boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, we were probably together about like seven months, eight months back together. But then when I was with him, he was just ready for a different part and stage in our lives than mm -hmm. I was like he was a marine so I feel like it's very common that they want to get married and have kids super young mm -hmm. and I was just in this stage where I was trying to find yourself yeah like mm -hmm. I had just gotten to North Carolina and was finally doing my own thing so I broke up with him he's a great guy no shade towards him he's awesome but 
we ended up on separating and then it wasn't a while until I ended up on meeting this other guy and I was like 21 yeah. <laughs> and I met him in the club mm -hmm. level five I'm dead. Not good fellas. No. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Carry on. But um, I think with him, like I was just super infatuated with his energy as like who he was as a person because he really was cool. And he really did like his energy would light up a light up a room. Um, and then he just wouldn't commit for the longest time but for some reason in my head I just felt like okay but we hang out all the time and he likes me and like we I'm stay pretty much your girlfriend but without the title exactly so to me the way we were like we even went on like a, a trip and stuff like to me if you, you asked knew his me family then, yeah like I would have said like we were boyfriend and girlfriend but he was just always on some shady stuff again like it was just toxic and that eventually ended because it was just too much like after a certain point and then it was a while before I ended up on getting into something else again. And I think it was until I was 25. So I was like 21 to 23-ish when I ended up on ending that with him, the other guy. And then when I turned 25, I met somebody else. And he was younger, met him in the gym. Um, we immediately kind of like hit it off. We had good chemistry. And it was just like almost like he became my best friend super quick. We hung out all the time. And then again, it just turned into something where... He didn't want to commit. And right. again, I was sitting there just trying so hard to make something happen. We ended up on staying to like, well, situationship wise for like mm -hmm. a year where I would go on trips and go see him and stuff. But still like he, well, in that situation, I feel like I would tell him I was finding similar patterns to the other one. And I would tell him like, hey, like I don't want to be. So you're open with him about your past. Yeah. Like I would definitely. I was like, I've, I've been in a situation like this and I know where it's going. I don't want to be like that. And he would reassure me that it wasn't going to be that way. But then still not giving me what I wanted in the right. end either. Which so. was commitment. Exactly. And at that point we had been talking whatever you want to call it for mm. over a year and i'm like you still don't want to be my boyfriend <laughs> like my <laughs> boy i'm a catch you yeah know? but eventually that just had to end too like and no shade towards those people i think i definitely learned from it you know but yeah ultimately they just didn't want commitment i was in a place where i was wanting that but yeah why do you feel like they both didn't want to commit um i think personally it had a little bit to do with how I was also as a person at the time um I don't think necessarily I was a person that should have been in a relationship either even though I was portraying that I wanted to be in one and I was very clingy right. um I think they just didn't want to commit because there was no reason to like I didn't really give them a reason to want to commit you know what I mean like why would they want to commit to me when I already do everything as a girlfriend would like what is the incentive right. you know and they can still technically go and do whatever they want exactly and if they got caught they can be like well you're not my girlfriend yeah no real consequences because then I'd be like well you're right yeah like, what? I feel like that's one of, I mean if not the only reason the very big main reason why guys don't want to give that commitment oh, yeah. because they still want to keep their options open and that door open to where they don't need to explain themselves and then they know they put females in a in a situation where they can be like well he's not my boyfriend so do i really have a right to act crazy do i really have a right to ask where he's at what is he doing is he talking to other people like and i just think they know what they're doing by not giving that commitment oh yeah 100 for sure yeah and i mean and it's partially my fault you know i let them do it for as long as they did like i knew that there was times where i should have just kind of like 
stepped away from it and I didn't. Yeah. But now, like, looking back, I think that I needed to learn those lessons in order to be in the position I'm in now to right. make better decisions in the future. Yeah. Why do you feel like, just, like, an overall view, not just the two guys you dated, but, like, why do you feel like it's so hard for men to commit these days? Like, to be in committed, one-on-one relationships. Like, why is that so hard now? Um... I think it has a lot to do with like our dating culture. I right. think it's turned into a lot of like hookup culture. Everything is just easily accessible to everybody, whether it's social media or dating apps. You know, I think mm-hmm. that everybody just thinks that they have multiple options that if somebody, which in a sense kind of is true, you know, like what one person won't do, somebody else will. Mm-hmm. But in the sense that it's not always true because the grass is green where you water it you know what i mean but i think that it just became a point to where just hookup culture really like why when they're just waiting for the next best thing yeah even my my deal had said one time he's in a married relationship and everything now they've been i think like 16 years married Mm -hmm. or something like that but he's even said that if dating apps were out when he was younger he was like i would 100 percent not be married or right. even in the situation that i'm in he's like i couldn't even imagine what it's like dating now and he was wild back in the day so for him to say that is crazy yeah like we talk all the time and i know i make fun of you and all that <laughs> stuff with the dating apps but even like there were some i think when i was still single um like five five years ago but I don't feel like they there were as many or as popular now like it was kind of like you didn't you weren't so open about like if you were on a dating app or not and I just think now like it's such a normal thing and to me personally I just feel like that's so weird like alone just saying like oh I met on Instagram is like already like uh like what yeah. a millennial like you know <laughs> like I just think Instagram is one big dating app and or it can be um so when you would talk to me about like the dating apps or like even my sister like i'm just like that is so crazy like i don't know if i could really like i would not know how to be single and that's why when you're like "Uh uh-uh girl like make your home happy stay over there because you don't want none of this yeah (laughs) i just think that's so it is so crazy like your theo said like it's not set up for people to want to be it's so easy to just see who's close to you and go over yeah definitely i mean there's always going to be somebody that's going to be better looking have more money yeah all these things so when you go on social media and you see and people are only going to post the best things and highlights even on their dating profile they're not going to post the pictures where they look like a rug you know what i mean like it's all (laughs) like the best so i think it's a a dream or like something that they're kind of an illusion that they're selling that people tend to you know fall for and then Mm -hmm. they think that it's going to be better and it's not you know yeah that's just what i think yeah i just think um and it's like a catalog these days you know right. what i mean like you go on dating apps and it's like you just like eh, i don't like that swipe to the what left. did my to mom right. tell you quit swiping to the left <laughs> yeah, the girl, other that's day. why they're deleted <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i just think like you said it's like a catalog and it's just such a funny way like one big speed dating fest like and it's like yeah how can people but not even just men like i think that um percentage of men that are single these days compared to just five years ago or even maybe even three years ago two years ago like it's just insane and i think it's because why would they want to settle down why would women want to settle down and i honestly feel like women are just getting just as bad as men oh yeah definitely because yeah. It's, it's i think especially with women it's turned to a point where it's like 
well, it's about time we start giving them a taste of their own medicine right. thing, you know? And, I mean, I think some men kind of deserve it, if you right. ask me. Like, they got to learn their lessons. Well, I just think men can't handle it. Like, they no. can't handle, like, when something is done to them, mm-hmm. they freak out. Like, you wouldn't even be able to body the things I have. Like, mentally, you know? like Because oh, yeah. it just hits, I think, um, their pride. And they just can't, like they're so dramatic like they can't stomach it at all and like you said i just think women now are like all right well two can like why am i gonna sit at home and cry like i'm gonna just go out to the club and find somebody else right yeah and or like even just like keeping your options open as far as dating Mm because i feel like that's something that i had a problem with in the past is where i would start talking to somebody and i'm like oh oh my gosh like it automatically infatuated as opposed and like just investing all my interest and time into that person as opposed to like keeping options open yeah because i think you can't be a casual dater like there's some girls a lot of men can but there's some girls that act like they can and i feel like you act like you can like (laughs) i'm good with whatever like that ain't my man like yeah but then i just feel like women naturally fall in love and start getting all giddy and butterfly and you do want to just spend your time on one person like and I just feel like you're super guilty of that. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, I really am. I'm so bad. But that's something I'm trying to work on so hard because not even necessarily, like, trying to keep my options open, but it's just, like, the total infatuation yeah. that I have, like, in the energy that I put into somebody. It's just, like, looking back now, I find that I did that in the past. And I'm like, okay, I could see how that was, like, a little, like, overbearing. Right. Like, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone like that either. Like, it's just, like, too much. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, something that I want to do is, like, where I can like, the energy and stuff that I put into other people put more into myself. Right. You know? So... That's kind of where I'm at with all of that. No, I think... I'm definitely not a casual dater as much as I wish I was. I think that's good, though. I think it could be a good but a bad thing, you know? And that's what I always tell you. Like, you have such a big heart and you always want to do for people. And I just think now it's time, like, you kind of be more selective and, like, not just so giving to everybody because I think people do take big advantage of that. And even mostly guys, you know? Because okay yeah i'm gonna let her pay for this okay yeah she wants to come see me i ain't about to go see her like goofy yeah and especially no not go- oh, a little bit <laughs> come here acting like a goofy oh, seriously but i just think a lot of girls go through that you know and no one's really gonna admit it because it is a little bit embarrassing to know you know like oh yeah definitely i mean look looking back i'm just like girl what were you doing like just like the most you know what i mean like there would be times I'd be waking up at my ex situationship's house and he would still be asleep and I would just wake up and because I was bored, fold his clothes. For what? Oh, hell. I wasn't no. even his girlfriend. Like, girl, sit down. Go, go off to Dreamland or something. Because <laughs> folding clothes and you're not clothes. even his girlfriend, that's like wife things. And no, 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 no. Now yeah. my lesson has been learned, but yeah just crazy crazy dusty things like that that i used to do that i just refuse to do anymore because you were so like emotionally involved in both relationships like i seen kind of what the first one did to you Mm -hmm. and i think it took a big toll on you but now you're able to reflect and know kind of where you went wrong and i think that's huge you know Mm -hmm. um but even after that first situation (laughs) you were real like i you got really depressed and i felt bad you know because then you're all the way over there i can't just like we couldn't just go over there and comfort you or whatever like and we didn't really know if you were taking our advice and going with it like 
But I thought, okay, yeah, like she might learn from this because it was such a huge blow to her. But then here you went again. And I just think, you know, like the way you handled this second one was, I think, a lot better. But I don't feel like you're like as open about how bad it hurt you. Yeah. Like the way it did. I think so with the first one, I think I was in delulu land like yeah. i was just like for real delusional and then the second time around like i was aware but i wasn't willing to be away. strong enough yeah. to just be like because for some reason i just felt like no like i know that like we can get Bro, this because right because we had so like we would talk almost every single morning yeah and we would have so many conversations where i walked away thinking like okay i know she heard me on this one like i know <laughs> she's gonna listen to me and boom next week there you go okay i have something to tell you and it's like girl yeah i i mean i don't even know why back then either like now looking back you mm. know but it's just I, I swear, like, I just was off in... I just wanted it to work so bad, I yeah. think. And I just would try, try, try. Because in my head, I was thinking, you know, if I try really hard, like, eventually it'll work. If I, I always, like, thought it was, like, the story where you have to, like, hold it down, you know, to be on the oh, come up. But, girl, no. those are the ones they be... <laughs> yeah. Like, don't be on the come up unless... I mean, it's a rare find that you have somebody like that. But in my situations, that wasn't the case because... I mean, at least after me and the first guy, we broke up. He ended up on getting in a relationship, like, not even a month or two months later. And then now they're engaged See? and everything. Yeah. Like, so, but, I mean, I definitely think ultimately we just weren't each other's people. But, yeah. How do you feel, like, emotionally you handled both of them after they ended? Well, honestly, the last one. Mm. Like, what made you? Because now I really see you, like, making changes and making decisions you necessarily don't want to make but you know you have to for yourself but yeah. what like clicked i think what clicked for me was just like i was tired of feeling the way that i was like the anxiousness and just feeling like i wasn't good enough or like questioning things about myself yeah. when i knew deep down it wasn't anything that had to do with me as a person so I just knew that something had to change because doing the same thing over and over and expecting just a different outcome is it is insane. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure that's the definition. Yeah, it's insanity for <laughs> yeah. sure. So that's when I was like, all right, like, what am I doing? Like, I had to seriously take some time and do some reflecting and be like, okay, like, what am I doing in these really like situationships mm -hmm. to where I'm not getting what I want or like, why am I attracting these people? Because I think I was attracting emotionally unavailable people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like dealing with it all like whenever me and the last person ended like oh my gosh girl you would have thought my world ended like my i was i'm not a crier but i was bawling my eyes out for yeah. like two days um and then eventually i was just like all right no more you're not gonna mm -hmm. sit here and just cry and be sad like what are you gonna do to change your situation like you say you want these things but yet you live a life like this so I just had to start making little changes and I knew it wasn't gonna come overnight and it's gonna take time and I'm still working on it but I honestly feel like that's why you made the decision to come home because shortly oh, yeah. after that situation ended you really made because we talked about you coming home like i'm gonna come home soon like i'm gonna move back soon within the year but then after that happened you moved pretty quick to come back home yeah after do you feel like to be honest because i don't think i've ever even asked you this like do you feel like that last breakup played a big part in why you wanted to come home yeah yeah honestly i mean i had always had like the thought of coming home like i always knew that this is where i wanted yeah. to be long term mm -hmm. But obviously, like, I wanted to see that out. And then once that was done, I was like, all right, like, I'm done with the boys here in Wilmington. Like, I'm over it. 
let me just go back home like to me it was just like a point where I was starting to have like a lot of self-realization like there are people who choose me and pick me and want me to be in their life and want me around and like I wanted to start spending more time with those people not saying that the people in North Carolina didn't but I was putting all my time and energy into boys as opposed to like bettering bettering myself or other relationships around me like my brothers they literally think I walk on water basically Mm -hmm. I mean they're jerks to me but at the same time like they're super sweet and they're gentlemen to me and they treat me really well my tios like all that stuff my dad my grandfather the way that I get treated by the men in my life is the same exact treatment I should be expecting from other people that I date you know so that kind of was like the shift too, where I started realizing like why am I why do I think that I deserve to be treated like this when my family treats me like this like that should be the standard yeah and then and then some you know Mm -hmm. I think um coming home for you was probably the best thing like selfishly I wanted you to come home for my own reasons but I just would always tell you like I just think you went to North Carolina you conquered you know you went out there for whatever you had to go out there for like and I don't even need to understand it like you know if you feel like you went out there and did some soul searching and how to figure some stuff out then that's that's good but I think just mentally emotionally physically you were just ready to come back home yeah definitely and also just came to a point where I just like miss my friends and my family and my I mean my life there was great don't get me wrong it wasn't that was like the hard part of leaving Mm -hmm. because it was like I created a whole other life out there where I was just not separate from here but it's just different like I had a a completely different life like not in the sense of like I was a different person but I had my own friends and my own routine out there and now it's just getting back here and trying to figure out that whole new thing all over again but yeah I do think it was good for me to come home I think when I went to North Carolina there was something that I needed to do there and I think I did that and now I'm I needed to be in another place where I was challenging myself and where I needed to grow again. Mm-hmm. So I think that now I'm in that season. Honestly, why do you feel like you've been single for so long? <laughs> it has been a long time. It's been very, very long. Yeah, since I was 20. Um, so almost 10 years. Yeah. Girl, dang. I'm Sorry. only 27. I had to round it up. Chill. Let's round it. She said uh, <laughs> about 5'10". <five, ten. laughs> okay, seven years. Yeah, let's not. Okay, chill, Um, No, I think I've been single for so long because I was picking people that were emotionally unavailable. And I don't know what I was expecting to come out of those situations, especially when people tell you, like, I don't want a relationship. Don't sit there and try to convince them otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was just, like, lessons that I needed to learn in order for me to be in a relationship later. But, yeah, I think I've just been single because, like, I'm not necessarily in a place right now to give what I need to either right. you know even though I think that I am I think that God is still like okay well you haven't learned this lesson you haven't done this you say you want this but you're living like this you know yeah so until I especially when it comes to like my perfect man because now the standard is just like through the roof right. because of all the things that I've been through and now I just won't I don't want anything to disturb my peace I also think that I'm not the type to necessarily deal with a whole like yes I dealt with a lot of stuff but at the same time like I eventually come to a point where I'm like okay like enough is enough Mm -hmm. you're not gonna treat me like this and I talk back a lot like I kind of have attitude I think um when I was single and what I tell you all the time is like um things are gonna start changing for you and it's just from my personal experience like I was single for a long time too 
and I kept thinking like why like why can't I get it together like yeah. emotionally and stuff and the moment I started saying no to the things I wanted to say yes to or like get back into old habits and um nothing was changing but the moment I started to make that change I seen a lot of things around me change like not just with relationships um but just what I was knowing what I was willing to accept mm -hmm. and just really not taking anything less than that you know like setting strict rules for myself and boundaries and that's what I feel like I always tell you is like the moment because you're going to get tested a lot and when you really start doing what you really don't want to but you know you have to and what's necessary is when things are going to really start changing for you yeah and i think you're really doing that now oh yeah like i see it even without you telling me like just little stories i hear you tell me about or like just you in general like i really see that change happening with you and i'm i'm excited because i think you know mm -hmm. thank you you did uh -huh. put up with so much you know and it's just from guys that couldn't even give you a commitment oh gosh girl and it's gonna give like, me a whole lot more than just the commitment but it's just like no and i agree i think that now but it, it comes down to a whole lot more than just like talking about it you know what i mean like yeah. it, it's just like you said i'm gonna get tested a lot and i just i'm just not in a place right now where i necessarily want to be dating though either like yeah. i really am in a spot where for the first time actually it really feels like where i'm not interested necessarily in anybody i'm not looking i'm not literally nothing like mm -hmm. i'm just worrying about myself i want to find more hobbies and passions and things that I can be creative with that I can invest my time in and energy and it's like I also think that the reason that I felt like I love these people was because of the love that I gave them you know what I mean right. like I felt like I was in love because of how loving I was as a person so I like saw it was one big facade yeah like I feel like if I love the things that I'm passionate about and put in like that energy to that or those things then I could really feel love in other ways and see other things flourish. So I just want to try it out for a little bit and mm -hmm. see what happens, you know? Um, just knowing how you are, like, as a person and how you deal with, like, emotions, like, and you've made even made a comment to me before about how you feel like you're just not an emotional person, like, being, let alone, like, a girl. Like, why do you feel that is? Because um, I think you really do, like, you... There's some things like you tell me about that I would be a mess if that was me and be crying like and you literally just like laugh everything off <laughs> and in a way that's a good thing but then when you had admitted to me like I don't know like I just can't cry like that like yeah I feel like you're just closed off emotionally and I think that plays a big part in why you yeah. are single I think so too and honestly I think so too it took me a while to kind of realize that um I didn't think I was like emotionally unavailable for a long time or that I was emotionless like because mm. I don't want to say I'm emotionless like I do cry like I mm -hmm. do have empathy for like sad situations but I'm not the type to watch like a sad movie and cry unless it's like a dog or something I mm -hmm. feel like with animals but I think it has to do with whenever I w I'm the oldest of my siblings so mm -hmm. I just think like the things that we went through I would just have to be the stronger one out of everyone and just kind of hold it together my dad is a drill instructor so none of that weak shit you know like yeah. if we were crying I just remember my dad would be like and I mean I'm not mad because I think it made me a tougher person I was always raised to be tough but yeah. we'd have like tears falling and they'd be like you better not let one more tear cry like fall out I'll give you something to cry about type thing I think military that was just kids or something else. <laughs> <Attention>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no for real but 
I think that's ultimately what it was. And then I just got to a point too where people were coming in and out of my life to where I felt, okay, well, people are coming and going. I don't feel like I should open up so much because then it's less likely like of a who? chance for me to get hurt. Who is coming and going? Um, so my parents are both on their like fourth marriages. So throughout my life growing up, my parents um, would have different partners. Now they're both married like my dad has been married to my stepmom since i was 12 i think or 13 something like that and he had been with her since i was 10 but if you think about that that was my dad's fourth wife think about all the women that were in my life before that you know what i mean like if and my mom was his second so then there was another one and then he had like girlfriends in between that too and then same thing with my mom like my stepdads or like fiancés that she would have there would just be different people and then they would swear that they were going to be around forever and then forever would only seem like it would last like a few years so to me in my head I was like okay well there's no point you know because then it's just easier to let go and kind of just let things be as they are so I think that had a lot to do with it like what do you think them being in multiple relationships and like just seeing people get replaced like how do you think that affected you like what did that show you because in my opinion it showed it that would just show me like if i seen my mom and dad like getting married multiple times is just like anyone's replaceable like yeah pretty much that's what it was and for the long a long time i was really resentful about it and really upset that my not necessarily that my parents didn't work it out between the two of them Mm -hmm. but i just didn't understand why they couldn't just be alone yeah and that was something that i kind of wish that i would have learned more from them was to be okay in their solitude which is something that i'm trying to do now Mm -hmm. is like be okay with being by myself and not settling i'm not saying i think that in past relationships they might have settled for other things i think now that you know they're married and happy and right that's all i want for them but i think honestly it did teach me that people were just replaceable ultimately in the end but i think um kids growing up and just seeing how your parents go through relationships really truly affects you so much oh yeah it's like it's the first relationships you see like Mm -hmm. it's what you hear like what you see your parents go through behind closed doors like and um like with you like how you said like you just didn't ever really see either one of your parents truly be alone Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's why you can't be alone well i couldn't now i could say that i definitely yeah i can yeah before in the past i would say i probably like i not necessarily i was always out looking but i would always like either have something that i was texting cooking up yeah you know what i mean a little entertainment yeah but then I just I got to a point where it just was like I didn't want to give people I hate the small talk stuff I don't like just being oh, like oh, what shit. do you do for work yeah. how many siblings what's do you have what's your favorite color yeah like enough with those questions mm-hmm. you know what I mean like let's talk about aliens or I'm something yeah. no yeah I mean like I said though just growing up the relationships your parents have just play such the hugest I think effect on you and it's either gonna mold you into how you handle relationships um or you're gonna know exactly what you completely don't want yeah that was something I I mean like and again like I I was so upset with my parents for so like for so long like I just couldn't understand but now looking back I think about it and I'm like you know there's a positive way to look at it and it's the fact that my parents never gave up on the idea of love and they still pursued it which I think is great so since I've kind of changed that and I also kind of try to remember that my parents were young like 
they already had multiple kids by the time that they were my age and I'm making the mistakes that I'm making at my age and I have no kids you know what I mean mm -hmm. like I could only imagine who I would be influencing or affecting if I had had kids yeah. with somebody that I was in past relationships or situationships with so I try to give my parents a little bit more grace you'd be on the fifth baby daddy girl yeah <laughs> five kids five baby daddies what <laughs> no that's uh, true though gosh, it sounds like my nightmare no shade because things like that happen though no like, it does yeah and but that uh, growing up that was something that i didn't want for myself like yeah. i think that's something why i have a hard time too with dating is like i'm like i'm so scared of commitment but also not at the same time like i'm scared in the sense that being with one person for the rest of my life sounds so scary but also right. at the same time I'm like, isn't that what, I don't know. It would sound nice. You know yeah. what I mean? Like to have like somebody that you just have like in your corner. But yeah, I think it did affect me for a really long time. But eventually it just came to a point where I needed to start taking accountability for my own actions. Like my parents lived their life. I'm supposed to learn from their lessons and I'm not learning. I'm repeating their same mistakes, mm -hmm. you know? So now I'm finally, I think, in a spot where I'm like learning from those mistakes and actively trying to put better like make better choices for myself yeah i think that's so good like i said I, I see nothing but um growth from you and i i i'm excited for what's to come you know and then there's gonna be a time like i always tell you like when you do find your person like i can't wait to make that speech at the wedding be like girl uh -huh. she'd be on my couch crying, <laughs> crying calling me calling me texting uh -huh. every week was a new story no but um <laughs> and then you came along <laughs> But I just think there's someone out there for everybody and no one is meant to do life by themselves. That's just not how life was even written, supposed to go. And I think you've been very patient and you're learning and it's just going to open the door to someone so good for you. Yeah, I think that's also why there's been as much of a wait as there is. I mean, God's got to be holding out for something good, yeah. I hope. Let's cross our fingers <laughs> on that one. No kidding. So if you had to explain, dude, because I have not been to a club. You just moved back home mm -hmm. and you be telling me about these little bars and clubs that I've never even heard of. <laughs> and I'm like, when did this happen? Like... But how is the dating scene and being single, like being out in the clubs and Ugh. that whole vibe? Like I would Girl, I'm telling you, stay where it's warm. <laughs> I'm telling you. It really is ghetto out there because <laughs> guy, guys would just come. I don't know. Like I haven't gone to too many clubs here. Like in a, I mean, I went like a couple times to mm -hmm. Scottsdale and stuff like that. But it's just not it. Like every, it's not a genuine it's just everyone's just there for one thing if they're talking to somebody it's because they're trying to hook up with you yeah. you know it's not like they're trying to be like hey you want to go have a serious talk and get some coffee yeah. like no they are buying you a shot and then trying to take you home right which it's just not fun to do but i mean it is in the beginning you know what i mean mm -hmm. like the feeling like you're getting i don't know not satisfied necessarily but gassed up a little bit mm -hmm. you know people are making yeah. you feel good the attention but when you learn that it's just at face value and not anything else deeper than that, it's not worth it to me. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, I think there are some people who meet in the club, but it's very rare that it ends up on being like a good. What kills me is like, I honestly just feel like guys are so aggressive now, you know, oh. and if you turn them down, 
like what is it it's that meme where it's like hey what are you doing like oh i have a boyfriend like fuck you fat bitch that literally, <laughs> that literally has happened to me before i'm not even kidding like I, th- dude that <laughs> meme kills i just seen it the other day but it's like that's really how guys are they get like, so mad like i remember one time i was in wilmington and i was out and this guy was like can i get your number and i was like no i'm good like and he's like well whatever you're ugly as fuck anyway and i'm like okay that's why you just asked for my number five seconds ago i'm like get out of my face you're so annoying these psychos I these know. moms need to do better raising these boys I'm, like i'm so ugly but you wanted my number yeah okay okay right. okay psycho right yeah keep I'm, drinking i'm dead yeah dude i just always i always think about that because i tell my youngest sister too like you're not even 21 yet wait till you're out here you're mm-hmm. gonna meet and then i'm like no honestly you're better off meeting someone like at barnes and noble <laughs> go to home depot hang around home depot i think it's good for them to experience as they're young you know yeah. like while they're in their 20s but you know after a certain point i think they'll eventually get to a point where they're like okay this is draining my energy mm-hmm. i don't like for me what eventually got me out of like going to the clubs and stuff is i'll get anxiety so bad the next day like yeah Granted, I used to be a wild one, so mm-hmm. I would be thinking the next day, like, oh my god, what did I do? And probably something <laughs> reckless, but so that eventually it's like, okay, I can't be acting like this anymore. Yeah. So I changed my ways. I found Jesus. How funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's, I've never thought about that. Yeah, you get all freaked out the next day. Dude, All embarrassed. So never drinking again. Never going out again. Yeah, like, I'm just, like, in a dark hole, like, okay. don't even want to be a human. I'm like, dude, I can't even believe I conducted myself like that last night. <laughs> oh i feel it i feel it but when you go home at night like what are the times you feel the most lonely because i think that's such a real thing dude i remember there'd be times where it's like boys messaged me and did all that but it's just like like you said just that face value Mm -hmm. and i would just feel so lonely because it's like dude i want a bestie like i want someone like movie nights like that whole like i'm over drinking i'm over going out like i'm over being reckless like what are the times you feel the most lonely um as of lately it feels like when i go to the gym because i don't have a gym partner Mm -hmm. or anything like that i mean like in north carolina with my ex situationship we used to go all the time to the that gym. was like your guys's thing yeah it was like very much like our thing that we did together something that we like to spend time doing and then i had other friends that i would work out with but here i don't really have as many people i'm starting to find that but i would say like when i'm working out i do fill my time a lot with like friends and family but probably like most like when i'm going to sleep or just like i think about going on a vacation or something mm-hmm. and i wish that i had that or that i had those experiences with somebody um but that's when i would say i feel the most lonely honestly my dog helps a lot though yeah because she's super snuggly but i do miss that companionship for sure definitely um but now with like relationships i just feel like what do you think about like open relationships because i think no dude i hear (laughs) no no judgment no no judgment like because i know some people well no i don't i know one person (laughs) i know one person from like my old job like she's real open about stuff like that and like they've she's done open relationships and that i hear that and like i don't want to judge but honestly i could never i would slap josh if he Mm -hmm. ever asked me for anything with another per like he already knows like to me call me old school call me whatever because now i feel like if you're completely closed off to anything open like that you're a prude you're stuck up you're insecure like you're old school like and to me 
I'm happy I have a husband. Like, he's kind of old school in that mentality, too. Yeah. Like, but people are just so down for, like, open relationships. Um, I mean, dare I say it, threesomes. Like, whatever. You know, I know, um, no judgment again. Like, but just, I cannot, because I feel like that's opening the door. There's some couples that really can't put a cap on it. Yeah. But I just think that opens the door to freaking the devil creeping up in your life mm. and ruining everything. Like, there's a lot of swingers. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? I mean, like, it could be the secret to a happy marriage. Do you I think you'd know. be down personally? No, be honest. I don't think I Bro, could. Bro, I think you would be down. No, dude, <laughs> I literally would not. Because I'm, I'm, I think you're, whatever my man wants, I want to have a girl. Back then when I was picking me oh, up. No. no. Not even then. I w- <laughs> even then, I don't even like to think about like my man touching kissing holding hands nothing i'm like that repulses me you're disgusting you're a whore yeah. i can't believe you, you touched anyone creep. before me you weirdo literally but <laughs> hell no i personally couldn't i personally couldn't do an open relationship i could see how some people if that it is works. what they yeah. yeah like if you've had a discussion with your partner and that's something that you guys are both open to I guess that that works for some people, but yeah, cool. it would not ever work for me. But that's why I don't understand why cheating ever is a thing because there are people who are okay with open relationships. So it's like, go date somebody who's okay with that lifestyle and then right. you would never have an issue. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But for me, in my house, hell no. No. <laughs> no. I feel like you're lying, girl, but that's why fine. Why would I do that? I don't know. I just think like you're like, my. <laughs> why would I do that? That is so dusty. <laughs> All this growth. And you're like, yeah, you would share your man. Yeah. I just think. <laughs> I think you're just more open to things than me. I'm more accepting. Like, I'm definitely more like. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what would be something you're accepting? Oh, about? not for my man to do. Like, I w- I'm accepting for other people's man to do it. <laughs> what? See, that's no I'm saying like in the sense of like okay that's not not my circus not my monkey so I'm not yeah. worried about it so if that's what makes you happy as a person to have an open relationship or like that's okay with your situation and your relationship that's fine if that's what makes you guys happy but in my personal oh of no. course I'm not saying stop being friends with your bestie because she's into <laughs> open relationships but I just think um it's just becoming such a popular thing and yeah. or even just like older couple like couples with the swinger community that creeps me out and it's like okay like i was listening to this one podcast and she was saying how her and her husband go to these sex parties girl yeah and it's like i didn't even know what that was yes dude. i didn't even know what that was and i'm like okay like it's like a whole other world there was like this place in wilmington where they have like it's like no. a bar and it's like a swinger bar and not like, little wilmington yeah, and they have like swings and they say they have puppy pads for in case any puppies have an accident girl there's no dogs there you know (laughs) it's for messes like and I'm just like oh my gosh but I think a lot more people do it than we think like I remember one time I was driving it was like Christmas time with my ex and we were driving in this like nice neighborhood and he was like oh yeah every house that has a bow on the mailbox has uh their swingers and I'm like so every house I mean it's Christmas time you know what I mean like every house has a bow on the mailbox but apparently it was like a big swinger community i think like a lot of people a lot of people do it yeah dude i really do and it's in honestly it's in them fancy communities them people are freaks for real but i had to ask you that just because your answers sometimes excite me with Uh, things like that and i I still don't believe you but we'll roll with it that's okay we'll see we'll see (laughs) um but yeah i just hear about stuff like that and you know me i get like 
I'm real private when it comes to oh, me I and know, Josh's girl. personal life. And when you ask me stuff, I'm like, how dare you <laughs> ask me that? No, but I hear things like that. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like, But I honestly feel like a lot more women and men are open to that because just being faithful, they just make it seem like I can't. Yeah. Like either except if you want to be with me, of course, I'm in love with you, but I can't be faithful. So let's try this. I think that's why a lot of couples go that route. I think people also separate the intimacy, like intimacy means multiple things for other people. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like they don't, maybe those couples don't only experience intimacy whenever they're just like sleeping together. They probably experience it in other ways. So Mm -hmm. to them, sex is just like physical. Yeah. It's hard. I have no tried emotions. to do the just like yeah. the physical thing and it doesn't ever work out for me mm-hmm. but i know that some people can do that i'm just personally not one of those people that can right. Same. S- like step it aside like if anything i feel like more attached after yeah. but so that's why i personally could never do like the open relationship otherwise i'd have like five boyfriends right <laughs> I was doing it with all of them. I just had to bring that up because that's just so wild. And like I said, your answers sometimes surprise me. (sighs) So I was hoping to get you real quick. But But why do you think, um, like, do you feel like it's okay for guys to date just casually? Or do you think at our age, people should be dating to marry? Your personal opinion, not like anyone can do what they want. Like, what do you think? You think at 27, it's okay to still just be dating just for funsies or I think it just don't do it unless you see a future. I mean, I think it depends like where you're at in life. For me personally, no, like I wouldn't, I'm not in that intention anymore, but I could see how sometimes people might, you know what I mean? Like at first back then I probably should have been casually dating like when I was in my younger 20s mm-hmm. but now that I'm in my older 20s like I I know that there's certain things that I want for myself so no like I'm like like this guy that I I wasn't I don't know there's been guys that I like talked to and they're like yeah I'm 30 I'm not looking for anything serious I'm like bruh here you're damn near retirement age like come on like let's speed this process along like yeah. you don't know what you want so but yeah at this age I think that if you're over as a man, if you're over 30, you should definitely know. And I think that after a certain point, you already you already know. You know? Yeah. I honestly feel like in the first cup, like maybe even in the first month, call me delusional, call me crazy. <laughs> I think you know if you want to marry them or not. Marry? Yeah. Oh. I honestly do. I really think that. Like, I think um, my stepdad brought something up to me the other day. Like, he heard on a podcast, like, there's people that could get married after two months of dating and it work out for the rest of their lives. Then there's people that wait to get married after 10 years of dating and they get divorced. Like, something about just that commitment of we're married now does something. Um, So I feel like it's it shouldn't be looked at like you're crazy if you move fast. I think you definitely start learning each other, like, and you're kind of already married. So it's like okay i didn't i wish i would have known this maybe sooner but like i said there's people that just date for a month and get married like and then there's people that date like i said for 10 years and get married and well it's just like a such a prolonged process like sometimes you know mm-hmm. like people like you said people will date for like 10 years and it's like okay should or get off the pot like right. i mean if if it's like a, again like a situation where both parties have agreed in that instance that you know like maybe marriage isn't the best situation or outcome for them at that moment like of course like wait but if that is something that somebody wants and then they're just like waiting and waiting and waiting it's just like 
not worth it in my opinion but you we know? were yeah like when my stepdad had brought that up i said um i feel like why things like that happen like the couples that think they're doing it the right way and wait so long and they act like their timeline their timeline is going to set them up for um for success i remember one time my brother-in-law had asked me me and josh had already gotten married and him and my sister are engaged and he's like like what's the what's the biggest thing that's changed like since you and josh have been married and i'm like honestly it's not gonna make sense um but for me the biggest thing is like really knowing that we're married like when you fight it's you have to you can't put yourself in the mind frame like i hate this bastard like i want (laughs) to i can't stand him like you have to try to be positive and be like okay but how are we gonna fix it and i think that's what makes it hard because your answer to it all should be but we have to fix it but we have to fix it but we have to fix it so once i think i feel like and that's why people that are um engaged for so long or like just boyfriend and girlfriend and then they get married like it's the commitment of like knowing that you're stuck there like this is a sealed commitment like and you have to figure it out and i just think people start knowing that they have that commitment they start panicking Mm -hmm. and then they just start becoming such a negative person towards their partner yeah but for me i feel like that was the biggest thing that changed because me and josh already had caleb we already lived together we already our money was already put together Mm -hmm. like um and to me that's the biggest thing that was like damn like i'm married like this is it like because we both see it as a lifelong commitment like there is no oh this is just isn't working no more yeah let's break up like you know and i think i don't know does that make sense to you because i always explain it and i'm like but that doesn't make sense just saying like but we're married but i mean it does because i mean you guys did it a little different you know mm -hmm. probably not the most like traditional way in the sense of like how everybody else Mm kind of goes about it but i mean it worked out you know what i mean yeah but i think that's probably why you had such a a disconnect in it in the beginning is because like your guys's lives were basically like you guys were already married you know what i mean so now you guys just have like a piece of paper that's like okay like we actually are married now you know and rings that signify that but other than that your guys's lives were already intertwined you know Mm -hmm so that makes sense to you it makes sense to me okay good because people ask me that like oh what's changed and stuff and that's always going to be my answer because till this day that's the biggest thing that yeah changed do you you think that you have to like live with somebody before you marry them 100 percent. really yeah if you're get like get your pilgrim ass out of here if you think you're gonna not barely move in with each other when you get married like that to me is the biggest thing living together everything everything changes when you move in together it's even like look at it if you move in with a roommate they're your best friend yeah i mean you have roommates that are your friends things change it's not gonna go downhill yeah but you fight with each other little things like the dishes throwing the trash like yeah that's your partner in the house like so things that just really have to worry about if you're gonna go get coffee and hang out and then you separate like you run that household together Mm -hmm. so anytime you move in with somebody nine times out of ten the fights and all that like you don't really prepare for that so i think um let's go answer your question i think everyone needs to live with your partner before you get married that's interesting just listen to me Ah! you just need to do it that it's not that i okay it's not like married okay like the day we get married then we move in it's like how i would picture it i just feel like 
in my perfect la la land like how i would think it would work your pilgrim life yeah girl mm -hmm. it's just like like before like i said like i would do things in the past where i would do like girlfriend things without the title of being a girlfriend like i don't want to live in a house at least not without a ring on my finger with a man and do wife things or mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like why am i gonna play house with somebody that doesn't plan on giving me a home type thing yeah and i think that you would know like i mean you knew the difference with josh mm -hmm. but <clears throat> For I mean, me, the, the, intentions, the intentions definitely have to be there. Like, yeah. their intent, like, I knew Josh was going to marry me. Mm -hmm. I just knew it. Like, before he even said it, like, I just had a feeling, like, and, um, but I also lived with somebody else when I was super young. Yeah. And I talked about that before, and it just really went to shit when we moved in together. But we were kids, so, like, I really don't know if that was real or not. Mm -hmm. But, um, even with Josh, like, when we moved in together, things were hard just figuring out, like, our lives together in one home you know like all the things that come with that but i really feel like it'll make or break you living together being in a house with each other day in and day out um navigating like how you're gonna do the chores around the house you mm -hmm. know like and i think your thing is like like you just said why am i gonna go play house or like do wifey things without being a wife or like mm -hmm. having a ring on my finger like and I think there's still a good medium. Like, you don't have to go out there and be massaging their feet every night before oh, bed. No, no, no. But you can still be there. Like, I feel like that's an opportunity to show, like, you want to do things for them. And it's like, damn, like, she's over here, like, taking care of me. Like, I'm taking care of her. And, yeah. like, I could really see her being my wife. Like, I just feel like you could do that also, like, playhouse kind of way in the sense of, like, oh, you're spending the night. And we're going to make be the dinner difference? together. And we're going to do the dishes together. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's still kind of like the same sense but still its own separate i mean i don't know i'm just talking out of my ass honestly right now because yeah. i've never lived with a guy but i'm just saying like i mean maybe it's one extreme to the other you know what i mean where i give it all and then now i'm like no so maybe i do need to find something more like mm -hmm. in the happy medium but as of right now where i stand with that it's i just like, think you I'm truly don't that spot yeah you truly <laughs> just don't know someone until you live with them yeah and I'm a firm believer on that because you could stay the night with them all you want, but Monday through Thursday, girl, they what? could be a completely different person. What do you think you only stay but the night on the weekend? But then they can clean up Friday, Saturday. Su I mean, I don't know. But see, then to me, it's like once you start staying the night, it becomes a consistent thing yeah. where you're pretty much living with them. Yeah, but I'm not gonna move in with somebody just out of the convenience of like it'd be cheaper rent. You know, like I would want to move oh, in with somebody not. in the sense that we both know, like this is the next step in our relationship this is serious you know yeah then that's different but just to move in to save money on rent like bitch step your coins up i ain't doing that no i don't think you should do that either yeah. i just think it's a feeling and if you don't feel it you don't feel it but if you do um and you see your life going that direction with that person I would want to find out now before I have a ring on my oh. finger and before I'm having to announce that I'm breaking off an engagement to my whole family. Ah. Like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think maybe there is, I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong answer. Oh, there's definitely yeah. not. I just think it's whatever works. And I just think I would, like I said, I would rather find out now before mm -hmm. we really start getting in this thing. Like, yeah. I so. could. I mean, I definitely could see that. I don't know. I have my reservations as of right now, but maybe there'll be somebody that comes along yeah. and like 
shows me that you know that's worth making that sacrifice or doing that for yeah see and you haven't been shown that yet you know so i think i think you'll think a little bit differently about it um and again my advice will always be to you move in with them first (laughs) moving on um something i've been dying to ask like what is i know they're deleted now because you're growing but what was up with you and dating apps (laughs) tell me like i need to know what is the hype because it's not just you i know other people that have them too like but it is just a thing it wasn't so much i think that i was like you know i'm gonna get on a dating app and find me a man i think it was dating apps have you been on um i did tinder back in the day but i deleted that like super quick and then that's like the og one yeah hinge was like more so what i I guess they were like, if you're looking for something more serious, Hinge is what you're supposed <laughs> to be on, is from what I hear. But now they have like a whole bunch of different ones. What like about Raya. Fish? No, girl. What, what about I'm Bumble? 50? <laughs> Bumble, no, because the girl has to talk to the guy, and I'm not oh, about that. Oh, heck no. Yeah, like I'm not about to talk to a guy. I'm sorry. I seem like the most confident person, but when it comes to like talking to a guy, I'm like, uh uh-uh, I'm so shy. And like, I get, I mean, if I talk, like eventually, if they come up and talk to me, like I'll be fine, but. I don't go out of my way to like Make if I think a guy's move. cute or something hell no I kind of like dog him a little bit and my friends are like how is he gonna think that he thinks that but um yeah hinge I was on hinge for a little bit but it was more so because like my friends were going on dates and having these experiences and I was like well maybe I should you know try and put myself out there too and then every time I would go on there I would just be disappointed like everybody was just I don't know if I'm just crazy in the sense that my i don't know if i'm expecting to see some supermodel or something on there or some super handsome guy but none of the guys that i and i know that personality and stuff plays into it but when you're just meeting someone off of a dating app it's really just surface level in my Mm. opinion and then obviously have you gone on like any dates with guys you've met off dating apps no i i matched with one guy since being here and then we were kind of like I wouldn't say talking, but texting, Getting I guess. to know each other. Yeah. And then he would, like, want to hang out, but it would never be anything where he was, like, setting up a plan or making an effort. And I'm sorry, but I'm not just pulling up to Netflix and chill and hang mm-hmm. out with your homies anymore. Like, I'm 27 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. So it just became something like that. I think that it just never was anything serious ever on Hinge. And so I just got bored. And I honestly kept it on like four slides back on my phone you know it wasn't even on my first homepage or anything so it's just something (laughs) i did when i was bored need a little confidence yeah but yeah deleted those bad boys but don't you have a friend that is like married to someone she met off of a dating app and like now they have kids and her name might start with look at my face because i'm not gonna say it oh yeah yeah yeah, i do and actually my cousin he actually just got married over like a little less than a month ago Mm -hmm. they met on tinder really yeah dude so i mean they're in like one of my friends she met another one of her so yeah one of my friends she's married they have kids it's like i feel like it's like the modern day love story is to meet people on dating apps though yeah genuinely so yeah i mean i mean in some situations i think it does work out for some people like my friend who's married Mm -hmm. and has two kids and then my other friend she met her boyfriend on hinge and i swear they're like match made in heaven like they're the same person yeah and then yeah my cousin and his wife they're they're like a perfect match too it's like really crazy but it worked out for them but for me i just i want to meet somebody more in an organic Organ- yeah. natural setting 
whether it's like a mutual friend that I meet through somebody or, you know, out in the wild, I always mm-hmm. say. So we'll see. Yeah. I think I've always been so weird about stuff like that. Like everyone I've ever dated, I've known before. Yeah. Like it's never been, and you make fun of me about that. Like, well, cause like I girl, venture like- out from the West side. Like before Josh, she'd be like, you love these West side boys. Like, for real? but for me, it was more like a comfortable, like, honestly, there were a couple that I talked to that you guys know mutual followers. Like, yeah. but again, like I met on Twitter, like well, I think there's only one, honestly. Everyone else I kind of knew from, like, school and stuff. Yeah. But I think for me, it's, like, a comfortable thing. Like, I just don't like surprises. I like to know what I'm getting myself into before I would um, go on a date or, like, hang out or talk to them. I don't know. I'm weird like that. But I think um, it worked out for me because me and Josh, like, dated back in like 2015 for a minute then we Mm -hmm. stopped and then like it started back up again and now here we are but um I think with you that's such I think that's such a good thing about you like you're just you want to meet somebody that no one knows like Mm -hmm. they're not from the same town as like the side of town as us went to school with us like and you laugh like I like what did you say the other day when you're like I can't believe how many people married each other that we all went to school with like me and josh and a whole bunch of our other and people we know yeah we went to high school with and i'm just like girl there's a whole other world out there (laughs) i mean i mean i think it's great i think everybody's i it's awesome to see like i think the ones that are married like it's really good relationships oh yeah definitely Like, like i mean I mean, Serena and Bosley, you know what I mean? Like, we, lo- I love them. I've oh, been yeah, dating since, so like, cute. high school, and yeah. they just had their baby. I think he's, like, a year or something mm-hmm. now. But just seeing, like, those relationships is super cool, too, you know? Or even just, like, my best friends here, you know, seeing you with your husband and your kids. It's just, like, a full circle moment, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of see everybody growing up and entering into the next stage of their lives. It's something I definitely want, but I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, they for real have kids yeah. and, like, a husband and responsibilities. Right. <laughs> me i just worry about myself and my dog you know no, but i think that's good though i think it's really i mean i think it's good though that yeah. everybody has that you know i just think it's funny like when you say stuff like that or when you used to say stuff like that to me but i think it's good you want something different and you want to meet someone completely new because i couldn't even imagine anybody that we went to high school with like now looking back and like marrying any of them mm-hmm no but (laughs) i mean unless there's somebody that i just didn't know of and they went to our high school but yeah i think it's just like now i'm at a point too where i'm not even on this side of town necessarily Mm -hmm. so i don't really run into as many people either that i used to go to school with so um well i think you're doing so good and the path you're on is great and i'm proud of you i love you i'm so excited for what your future is going to hold for you like you said has to be something good because you've been very patient (laughs) seven years ten years who's counting yeah but i just think it's life and this you're on the path that you're supposed to be on and no matter what happens i think you need to be happy and proud of yourself first and you have all these exciting things you're wanting to do like Mm -hmm. your personal training you've literally transformed your body and i think that's something to speak such like that takes full-on commitment dedication to yourself and it's not just revenge bod it's not just Mm -hmm. anything like like you really do that because you love to make yourself better physically mentally emotionally and i think girls can take notes from that from you like that's a big part of why i had you on here just because of 
you did the damn thing and thanks girl yeah. yeah i mean honestly looking back about that now i'm like dude what like it doesn't even feel real because now i've been into my weight loss journey for a little bit over two years mm-hmm. now so and i'll be going into my third year in january um but yeah, it was just something that I always knew that I wanted to do. And I think that was part of my, uh, again, going back to like why I haven't been in a relationship. I think it was like I could never actually commit to anything, you know, because mm-hmm. of everything in my past. So I just wanted to actually commit to something. Like if I couldn't commit to myself, like how do I expect other people to want to commit to me kind of thing? Period. So I started making those changes mm-hmm. and I started showing up for myself. Because again, like if I don't show up for myself, like who's going to show up for me? You know what I mean? You don't believe in yourself. Why would somebody else believe in you? And it just goes on. You know what I mean? And I think your story, like, I want you to do the personal training so bad because (laughs) you've struggled with gaining weight, you know, and now you completely, like I said, transformed your body. And you will really be such someone, a person and a trainer, a girl will, and a guy will feel so comfortable going to because you've been on both sides of it. Yeah. You're realistic. Like, you know how hard it's going to be, but you've also paid your dues and put the work in. So it's obviously achievable. And I just think you always say, but what's going to make me different than the next trainer? What makes me so different than the other 50,000 trainer girls Mm -hmm. in Arizona? Like, and I think it's your personality, like people that know you know what i'm talking about um it's the fact that you've been in that place before of being overweight not happy with yourself like and doing the work and now you're on the receiving end of it and i just think there's a lot of trainers out there i mean not all but a lot that have just never dealt with Mm -hmm. really never dealt with gaining weight or anything like that like the struggles of it like they've always just been blessed enough to always just be fit Mm -hmm. and that right there i think is just it just opens your door to so many more people that yeah i think you need to just do it well i appreciate that i really do i mean i guess i get just a little nervous and in, in mm-hmm. my own head sometimes just because but i mean it goes back to like what i just said like if i don't believe in myself why would anybody else want to you know mm-hmm. what and it's just it really is crazy because people will message me and tell me how such an inspiration i am to them and like how i really played a huge role in their fitness journeys like I remember one time I was at work and this girl I didn't even know like had said that she followed me on Instagram and told me that I was the reason why she lost like 60 pounds so it's just like stuff like that you know or when I I mean I still get messages where people message me and say things or ask questions and it feels good to feel like people feel comfortable enough to come up to me and ask me those questions because I know what it was like to be on the receiving end, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, to be on the other side where I was lost and I was confused and I didn't, I had all these questions and I just didn't know where to start. But ultimately what it came down to was just get your ass in the gym and just mm-hmm. start, you know, it started out just like the three days a week. And then once I got comfortable going three times a week, get I your ass up and work. Yeah. It seems like no one wants to work these days. <laughs> no. Seriously though. I mean like that's, and people ask all the time. They're like, what's your secret? How did you lose weight? And mm-hmm. the secret is, it's just showing up. Period. Like it's the hardest part is showing up. Cause once you're there, it's all, all the tools yeah. are there for you to succeed. You just have to put in the work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the hardest part was getting there. And then, I mean, there's still days even now that I have a hard time, you know, like Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, 
like I really don't want to go I'm tired or it's became something where it's became so like routine almost like where I'm like okay so I've had to find things where I'm starting to switch it up switch, and try yeah. different things you know and like change up my playlist different gyms or, yeah. yeah so but it is something that I am very passionate about I played softball my whole life growing up so I think that after I stopped playing softball after high school and stuff that I didn't really have like an athletic outlet anymore and I feel like I am a very athletic person. Right. And so then once I found the gym, it it just like completely transformed everything for me. Like I had something new that I was just committed to and just it like was something I didn't have to think about things, you know, it just mm-hmm. came very natural to me. So it feels good to be in the gym and I hope that I can help other people, you know attain their dream bodies and dream mindsets and stuff like that because I really do think that once you get those things in order other your mindset completely changes it really does yeah I believe that I believe that too and I feel like you're walking proof of that and like I said I'm just so excited for you and all the plans that you have and with training and all that um but yeah like I said I'm proud of you I love you and there's something good waiting for you out there and I'm just so happy you're home. <laughs> Why does everyone want to cry when I give them good things at the end? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> no, but I am. I'm very proud of you, and I'm just happy you're home. And Thank you. you know, life's too short, and that's what I was always be trying to tell you. Like, mm-hmm. I have kids now, and I want you to be close to them, and yeah. just with your brothers, you know, them starting lives, and oh, yeah. you just being involved. And like you said. Um, you just wanting to spend your time with the people that love you back and mm-hmm. everything you're doing is going to pay off one way or another you know no matter what happens mm-hmm. you're a good person and you're not gonna Thank i don't you. think be alone too much longer thanks yeah i definitely think that it's all and even if i am if that's like what god has in store for me you right. know what i mean like i'm just gonna keep walking this path and mm-hmm. keeping my head down focusing on me and just let my things come to me like the way that they're supposed to you know what I mean like I know I'll receive my gifts when they're meant for me and I am perfectly fine with being patient and content with where I'm at in this season of my life and this journey and continuing to grow and learn from everything that I have before in the past good yeah and thank you I'm proud of you too I'm happy and I will have to say y'all Christiana always has something that she you know she's always doing something always cooking up in the kitchen she is she's just a crafty girl like she is just so creative and I have to say like one thing that I love about you is that you are always just like have the ability to just go after it and you don't care what anybody has to say about it and that's something that I really admire about you and that you just pursue anything that you want to because you have multiple things that you have passions for and I think that's awesome and that's something that I want to like to find multiple passions and multiple avenues where I can express that my creativity Mm -hmm. and I think it's great that you have something like this to let other people express their creativity too oh yeah yeah it's exciting it's gonna be fun and I mean I just can't wait to have everyone back on for other things. Yeah. And, you know, when you start your business and stuff. and When I'm yeah, engaged. Th- when you're engaged, <laughs> uh, we could do a podcast at the wedding. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, thank you. I love you and thank you. And you're always ride or die for me. And of course. you know how, how I am about loyalty and principles. Oh. <laughs> Get it tatted on me. Girls. But <laughs> no, but I love you and I'm so happy we became friends and me too you know i don't even know why i texted you that day but just something in me but obviously it was for Mm -hmm. a reason and you've brought gabby into my life and 
all these things but yeah you're not just my best friend your family you know you're very close to my mom and yeah. my family and my nana <laughs> and everyone knows you and that's what i'm into is my friends i don't have a lot i really just have really just you and gabby you know mm -hmm. and now my friend destiny and i just i'm into friends that feel more like cousins sisters yeah like, definitely and you're just one of those you're a big yeah. big part in that and thank you I'm I love being a part of it. And I'm so, pr again, I'm proud of you. And I'll always say that. And I can't wait to have you on again to talk more about like your fitness stuff, health yeah. stuff, just giving tips. Um, I know a lot of girls will be interested in that. Um, but until next time. Yeah. Bye, Thank friend. Thank you, sister. You're welcome. Toodles.